The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This hour of the Costa Report is brought to you by IBM. Big data at the speed of business. Welcome to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and thank you for joining me for another two hours of Straight Talk Radio. I want to welcome members of our armed forces who are joining us from remote locations over the Internet today, and also give a special welcome to listeners who are tuning in across all 50 states, including new friends in Alaska and Hawaii. Thank you for making for making us part of your news weekend, for your many letters and email messages. In just a moment, United States Senator of Rhode Island, Mr. Sheldon Whitehouse, will be joining the program to talk about the $2.7 billion Safe Bridges Act, which will add thousands of new American jobs while making America's aging and dangerous bridges safe to drive on again. We all assume that the bridges and the roads that we use every day are safe. But you'll be surprised to hear what the American Society of Civil Engineers has to say and why White House introduced legislation designed to make America's infrastructure great again. But before Senator Whitehouse joins us, as is my custom each week, let me tell you a little about his background. Sheldon T. Whitehouse was born in New York City and earned his undergraduate degree from Yale University and his law degree from the Virginia School of Law. He began working in the Rhode Island Attorney General's office in 1985 until he was tapped by Rhode Island's governor to serve as executive counsel, director of policy, and director of business regulation for the state. In 1994, President Clinton appointed White House U.S. Attorney General for Rhode Island, and four years later, White House was elected Rhode Island Attorney General. And in 2007, White House became United States Senator for Rhode Island, where he is presently a member of the Budget Committee, the Environment and Public Works Committee, and is a ranking member of the Judiciary Committee on Crime and Terrorism, a committee we've been hearing a great deal from lately regarding the investigation into potential Russian influence in the presidential election. I also want to add that Mr. Whitehouse is the co-author of the book Captured, The Corporate Infiltration of American Democracy, which exposes the influence corporate money has on affecting Congress and the judiciary branch of government, something we'll hear more about later in today's program. It's my pleasure to welcome to the Costa Report, United States Senator of Rhode Island, Mr. Sheldon Whitehouse. Thank you for joining us today, Senator. Rebecca, I'm thrilled to be with you. We also have uh, Vientiane Laos in common. We do. How, now, how is that? Because at the end of my uh, father's career as a, a State Department official, uh, he was our U.S. ambassador in Laos, and I lived with him for a year there before I went to college. Oh, my goodness. Well, that could occupy an entire program. <laughs> At that time, Vinchin was such a, a lovely place, and uh, I have very fond memories of living there, albeit uh, covertly. <laughs> now, I, I thought a good place to start our conversation today might be on a subject on which both Democrats and Republicans ought to be able to agree on, and that is the need to make over 56,000 bridges across America safe to drive on again. So just how urgent is this situation? Uh, it's pretty bleak. Um, it's particularly bleak in my home state of Rhode Island, which has uh, the worst record for deficient bridges of uh, any state. We have a lot of old infrastructure. Uh, we've been a state for a long time. But if you look across the country, I believe our American Society of Civil Engineers gives our bridges a D as a grade. And from time to time, we have the horror of uh, the 
episode in Minnesota where the bridge just fell in with uh, traffic going over it. So this really ought to be a place where we have a lot of old infrastructure, good American jobs. You can't very well make a uh, bridge in America in China. You've got to make it in America. And so we're, that's one of the reasons the Democrats in the Senate put together a very, very robust trillion-dollar infrastructure proposal for uh, President Trump to basically signal to him, yeah, we're very interested in this. Now, according to the American Society of Engineers, they're claiming that a quarter of our bridges are structurally deficient. And as you point out, they give our infrastructure a grade of D, below average. Uh, Is that right? Can that be right? No, it it absolutely is. Um, Highway funds tend to be short. Uh, Maintenance tends to be something that is uh, scrimped on in favor of new projects. And as maintenance begins to go, uh, problems emerge and patchwork solutions are done. We have in Rhode Island where the Highway 95, the main north-south artery of the uh, northern Atlantic coast, goes right through Providence. We have major state roads that come in whose failure would really gum up I-95. And those roads are... 50, 60 years old. They're elevated roads. They're held up by eight by eights. It looks like Tinker Toy work. And um, during one press conference that we had to uh, push for strong highway funding, uh, as we were setting up for the press conference, everybody heard a really loud thump mm-hmm. and looked over and saw that a big chunk of the overhead highway had just fallen onto the earth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so that was perfect timing. Right, yeah. th- right there and then. It was, it was a near miss. Oh, my goodness. Now, now, I happen to drive across a bridge every single day to and from work. Is there any way for me or other listeners to find out if the bridge that we travel on is structurally deficient? Usually you can find that out from your State Department of Transportation. So I would uh, write or email uh, to um, the California DOT and say, hey, this is the bridge, this is the road, this is the location. What can you tell me about its status? So is there any centralized location where, for example, truck drivers can go to assess the safety of bridges? Not that I'm aware of. Mm. The state uh, now, uh, DOTs are the ones who do these inspections and uh, who track the status and who go out and uh, do the uh, repairs. But on the other hand, uh, you're saying that they do the inspections and then the states should be responsible for the repairs. But on the other hand, you're sponsoring the Safe Bridges Bill, which is a federal bill for federal funding yeah. to repair these bridges. So oh, absolutely. Wh- what's, what's happened? A why, lot why? of these federal projects, a lot of these state projects are funded by the federal government, particularly where mm-hmm. federal highways are involved. But the federal government doesn't send in a construction team of federal employees to build things. Uh, It's the state departments of transportation that take the federal money and then see to it that it's built because they're the people who are on the scene. They have the engineers, they have the inspectors and all of that. And where does the Safe Bridges Act stand today? Uh, It is awaiting some uh, attention. I think that a good deal of it could be rolled into a big infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. If we could um, get the uh, Trump administration's interest in a big infrastructure bill. Well, I have to believe this will create a number of jobs. Masses. Oh, yeah. So has an Absolutely. assessment been done on the number of potential jobs this would create? I don't have the figures in front of me, but there mm-hmm. are quite solid figures for how many jobs are created per million dollars of road and bridge expenditure. And um, it's, a, it's a strong number. It creates immediate and real jobs. And uh, because you're building things on scene, you know, you can't very well send it off to a factory and in another country. You're, That's you right. Those are jobs here, that you would have to it here. They, yeah, those are jobs that would stay in America. Yeah, they they certainly can't be exported. And certainly when the president talks about making America great again, 
you know, he he t- he put so much emphasis on jobs creation and making the economy stronger. But a big part of that is just our transportation infrastructure. You know, we we have to have safe bridges that trucks and you and I can travel on. Now, we have to take our first break, but stay where you are. We'll be right back with more from Senator Whitehouse. You're listening to the Costa Report. Big data is changing the way organizations work. From data-driven marketing and ad targeting to the connected car, big data is fueling product innovation and new revenue opportunities. It's creating a culture in which business and IT leaders join forces to realize value from all data. They infuse analytics everywhere and make speed a differentiator, gaining competitive advantage from faster, more informed decisions. Leading organizations are creating new business models, developing new roles, and defining new big data architectures, including an infrastructure that can manage and process exploding volumes of structured and unstructured data, in motion as well as at rest, while protecting data privacy and security. Find out how IBM Big Data and Analytics can transform your business. Visit www.ibm.com slash big data today. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-987-0577 Hey guys, pardon the advertising interruption to your radio program. Do yourself a favor and please listen carefully. If you have tried or wanted to try Viagra or other male prescriptions in the last few years, you need to hear about Noxitril, the super pill that will transform your sex life forever. You see, Noxitril has been formulated and developed in U.S. FDA labs, and it's the real deal. Noxitril works, period. Strong, explosive results that increase blood flow fast. And best of all, there are no side effects like prescription meds. After years of research, the developers of Noxitril got it right. This remarkable pill is off the charts. Right now, we encourage you to take advantage of our incredible free bottle offer. So what are you waiting for? Noxitril. It's that good. Call now and find out how to get a free bottle of Noxitril while supplies last. Call 1-800-450-1381. That's 800-450-1381. Free bottles for a limited time. So call now. 800-450-1381. 800-450-1381. Money can't make you happy, but the lack of it can sure add a lot of stress to your life. Need help with your personal finances? Listen Thursday nights at 7 p.m. to Money Moves. Host Pamela Fugit Hedrick offers one hour of free tips and tools to help you manage your cash flows with her Money Moves. Each Thursday night, she discusses topics like how to prevent a complete personal financial meltdown, how to start a go-to fund for emergencies, provide ideas on how to cut back rather than cutting out some of your expenses, how to erase your debt load and financial stressors, how to find funding for your retirement, how the heck do you enroll to use health insurance, No more excuses. Money Moves can answer these questions and so much more. Tune in Money Moves with your host, Pamela Fugit-Hedrick, Thursday night from 7 to 8 p.m. to work on your Money Moves.
Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and my guest today is Senator of Rhode Island, Sheldon Whitehouse. And before the break, we were discussing the fact that four out of 10 bridges are over 50 years old in our country. And the American Society of Civil Engineers gives our nation's bridges a grade of D. Uh, the Safe Bridges program you have introduced would not only address this dangerous situation, but also create many jobs, jobs which would remain here in this country and can't be exported. Now, President Trump recently announced that half a million jobs have been created during the time in which he has uh, taken office. Uh, in addition to rebuilding our aging and dangerous bridges, what, what other kinds of bipartisan programs would you like to see initiated to increase employment? Well, I think the biggest and the easiest one is uh, infrastructure, and that can go well beyond bridges and highways. Uh, Rhode Island is a coastal state, and we are looking at uh, very significant impending sea level rise in addition to the uh, small bit of sea level rise we've already seen and measured. And so we look up and down our coasts at uh, wastewater treatment plants that will move into Uh, flood velocity zones and be lost. We look at um, waterfront roads that are the um, means of access for communities to emergency services that uh, risk being flooded. Um, All up and down the coasts, we see a lot of uh, different needs in different areas. The governor of Louisiana has just declared a state of emergency over the uh, loss of Louisiana coastline so uh, coastal issues, I think, uh, are another huge infrastructure opportunity. And then you can get to the more modern technical ones of having everybody have a really good, solid electronic health record. So wherever they go in the country, uh, a doctor treating them can look up and see what their medical history is and um, good broadband so that everywhere in the country, people have all the access that they need to data. So. Uh, I think you can take the infrastructure model and expand it to other very important areas as well as roads and bridges. And again, those would be jobs that could not be exported. They would be jobs to uh, create and uh, reinforce America's infrastructure so they would remain here in this country. Certainly all the physical stuff uh, Mm -hmm. would be in the country, absolutely. When Mm -hmm. you get to broadband and things like that, some of the equipment might be manufactured overseas and brought in. But ultimately, it has to be installed in the United States because it's United States infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned uh, the rise in the sea level. How much has that affected the state of Rhode Island Island to this point in time? Uh, To this point, we are up uh, about 10 inches of sea level rise from the 1930s. Um, There are establishments um, along the coast that have seen very significant coastal erosion. You go up 10 inches Mm -hmm. in some places, that sends you back horizontally quite a long way. So you can look at places like uh, Matunic Beach, which is a very popular beach for people to go to in Rhode Island. And there are uh, a couple of um, bars and restaurants along Matunic Beach. And if you look at photos from the 50s and the 60s, you can look down at the photo and you can see that they've got, you know, 100 yards, 200 yards of beach. People are out playing volleyball and running around and lying out on the sand. And there's just lots of room for people. And you look at pictures taken now and the ocean is washed up under pilings that are holding up the restaurant. So that's a preview of coming attractions for a lot more of Rhode Island shoreline. And of course, if you've got 10 inches of sea level rise just sitting there, when a big storm, a sandy type event comes, that sea level rise, that 10 inches stacks up as storm surge and uh, becomes a good deal more than just 10 inches. 10 inches is what scientists call the bathtub level. If everything is just still, put a big wind and a big storm behind it, and it can raise uh, significantly. And that changes all the flood mapping and all the insurance requirements and uh, has a pronounced effect up and down coastal Rhode Island and coastal anywhere, frankly. 
Mm-hmm. And that has to be factored into our uh, infrastructure preparedness, uh, if we Absolutely. know, because we know these storms are coming, and we know that the uh, the sea around the areas that you mentioned has uh, risen a good ten inches, and so we know how destructive that force can be. So uh, that has to be factored in. Now, uh, I want to switch gears here for a moment. Another issue that you, in particular, have been very concerned with, and you co-authored a book called uh, Captured, titled Captured, is uh, how corporate money seems to be uh, influencing government oversight and government functioning. Can you speak to that for just a moment? Yeah, I can. That's one of the things that I have been most struck by in my years in the Senate. Um, Over and over again, Rhode Islanders... Uh, express frustration about things that we can't get done in Congress. And over and over again, those things that we can't get done relate directly to uh, big uh, industrial interests that don't want those things to get done. And they have such powerful political artillery that they're able to prevent them getting done despite very strong popular appeal uh, to those things. And it spreads across a whole array of governmental functions, whether it's in administrative agencies, where people have been concerned about what they call regulatory capture since the days of Woodrow Wilson, to traditional corporate lobbying, where corporate lobbying outguns all other lobbying by $30 for every dollar spent by anybody and everybody else, to this new terrible influence of corporate money in elections in the wake of Citizens United and the big unlimited dark money problem that it has created to ultimately even influence in the courts and the creation of a new parallel reality that uh, allows big industries to deny science and create their own weird parallel science to try to uh, forestall safety protections for people. Mm-hmm. You mentioned dark money. Tell us about that. What's dark money? Dark money is money that is spent in politics that you can't find out who's behind. So when I first ran for the Senate in two, as recently as 2006, the ads that were on the air all said, uh, I'm Sheldon Whitehouse and I paid for this message. So you knew who was behind it. And anybody who wanted to could go to my federal election filings and see who had given me money. And it was all controlled. There were all sorts of limits. And my opponent was under the exact same strictures. Uh, Nowadays, you can turn on your television during political season, and you will see a negative attack ad smearing somebody in politics. And it will be brought to you by, you know, Rhode Islanders for Puppies and Prosperity, <laughs> or some totally phony right. front group. That and everybody you have no idea who contributed to You have it. no yeah. idea who's behind it. They hide That's behind right. shell corporations. They hide behind false filings at the IRS. And so you've got this mis- these mysterious forces that can spend tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars without yes, anybody and sometimes knowing who they much are. More, yeah, much more than the candidates themselves when you collectively no add longer, it all together. Yeah. It is no longer uncommon for outside forces to spend more money than the, the campaign of the candidate, uh, him or herself. Now we have to take another scheduled intermission, but stay tuned. We'll be back after these important messages from our sponsors. You're listening to the Costa Report. I'm here today with Scott Caraccioli of Caraccioli Cellars. How is Caraccioli able to grow so quickly in popularity and still maintain that special attention to detail from the field to the bottle? What's the secret? There is no secret. It's just hard work. Um, <laughs> it's something that you got to put a lot of effort in, a lot of time in. You can't cut corners. Bubbles are inherently naked, so your flaws are exposed. And when that's the case, you have to be diligent on the front end and go the extra mile to make sure that you don't cut those corners and that you do things the right way. We're in a ideal location and being able to harvest at optimal pick points, produce these grapes in the best way possible. 
you have great fruit and you go through these different steps and at the end you end up with a unique product that showcases the fruit in a different way. You can order any of our products directly from us by visiting our website, caratrollysellers.com or calling the tasting room directly, 831-622-7722. Hi everyone, it's MZ with an important message about Longevity products. We will soon be closing the Dave Cave at KSCO and replacing it with 10 convenient retail locations in Santa Cruz County and in Monterey County. I'm looking for 10 existing businesses to stock basic Longevity products such as Beyond Tangy Tangerine, the Healthy Start Pack, Pollen Burst, and other top-selling Longevity products. We will promote those businesses regularly and continuously on KSCO and KOMY and train those business owners to build a satisfying and lucrative longevity business that could quite possibly earn more, maybe much more money for those business owners than their main business itself, all while they help people feel better and hopefully live longer. If you are such a business owner who would like to join our growing KSCO health team, send an email with your contact information to mz at ksco.com. Or if you know a business owner, tell that owner to send me an email, same address, mz at ksco.com. Hello, everybody. So glad to see you. Hello, everybody. We're so glad to see you. Hello parents, here's an invitation to make a big difference in your young child's growth and brain development at Music Together with Musical Me. And Music Together with Musical Me will bring joyous, interactive, developmentally rich and fun music making into the life of your entire family. Musical Me offers music together throughout Santa Clara, Santa Cruz and Monterey counties. Enroll your child six and under today and bring joy into everybody's life. For information and locations, visit musicalme.com. MusicalMe.com. Hello, everybody. So glad to see you. Hello, everybody. We're so glad to see you. Recently on Good Morning Monterey Bay. Okay, well, uh, I have Neil. I want. I want to say morning, Neil. Oh, really? Good. You're, you're doing that well. Are you good? And how's the surf? Oh, no, is it? That's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear it. And tell me, how is the snow up in Lake Tahoe? Oh, that's really good. (laughs) Neil. Look, one out of three. He got one out of three. And it isn't... I'm texting him now. <laughs> Let's all text him nonstop. Neil, are you there? I would... Yes, it's so funny, but he's just not there. Wake up to your surf report on Good Morning Monterey Bay, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on KSCO. Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and if you're just joining us, my guest today is Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. And we were just beginning to talk about your book titled Captured, which offers an in-depth look at exactly how outside money is shaping government policy and oversight. Now, in your book, you also make the case that even the Supreme Court is being influenced by big business. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Um, There are a couple of ways through which that Uh, influence takes place, the most predominant ones are first with a very heavy effort to put corporate-friendly judges onto the Supreme Court. Um, You saw that in the recent uh, failure to give Merrick Garland, a candidate for the Supreme Court, a hearing and then the rush and breaking of Senate rules to get Judge Gorsuch onto the Supreme Court with somebody spending at least $17 million in dark money to knock down the Garland nomination and to support the Gorsuch nomination. So powerful business interests hiding behind dark money take a very keen interest in making sure that people who are corporate-friendly get onto the Supreme Court Once they get onto the Supreme Court, 
then a whole array of corporate front groups appear as what appellate lawyers call amicus curiae, friends of the court. And they file briefs that tell the corporate-friendly judges what it is that they want and uh, kind of lay out the roadmap for the court to um, give them what they uh, have sought from their emphasis on these judicial appointments. So now, what is, what's the solution? Because the Supreme Court has already decided in the Citizens United case that there's no stopping these donations. There's no stopping the dark money. So what is the solution here? Well, there are two. One, the Supreme Court actually left a wide open uh, opportunity for Congress to at least require disclosure of who's behind the unlimited spending of political money. So we could pass a disclosure bill so that the public would know who is spending this money. The Supreme Court decision said you can't limit the amount of money that big entities can spend in politics, but you can make them at least visible. Now, of course, we've done a terrible job of that because those very same interests don't want to be visible. So they take all the political power that the Supreme Court gave them and bring it to Congress and say, don't you dare pass that kind of uh, legislation. The other thing I think that's happening is that the court itself is starting to realize what a massive mistake it made with the Citizens United decision. The public hates the decision. It has caused the public to lose confidence that a human being can get a fair shake in the Supreme Court against a corporation. And all of the predictions that the court made in the United decision have worked out exactly wrong. So we have a, uh, a court that I think might learn from its mistakes, I hope. Well, so you, so uh, you're saying the see. countermeasure, the countermeasure is transparency, is to require An important countermeasure is transparency. One yeah. important countermeasure is transparency. The other is a court that sees the difference between speech and money and can differentiate uh, more effectively than the Citizens United Court did. Everybody in politics knows what a difference there is between speech and money in politics, and uh, the court really whiffed on that distinction. But I think as the consequences of Citizens United continue to be just worse and worse and worse and less and less popular with people, at some point they'll have to recognize, oops, we kind of blew that one, and they'll start dialing it back in various ways. I have to tell you, I read that in all the arguments for that case, and I was just absolutely baffled on <laughs> on that ruling. Uh, I think everyone knew at the time it was opening up the barn door, and uh, yep. and it and it certainly has uh, created m- much a much more uh, noticeable influx of money. Uh, flowing into politics than I have ever seen, uh, which is, as you point out, cannot be a good thing. Now, we're just and it about was a weird the decision. There were it all was. sorts of parliamentary tricks. There were all sorts of very bizarre findings of fact. And frankly, Supreme Courts aren't supposed to make findings of fact at all, much less bizarre ones. So there, there's a big stain, I think, on that decision. So what happens? Can the Supreme Court reverse itself? I, I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I don't know. Can oh, they easily. reverse themselves on that case? So somebody yeah. could bring that up for a challenge. Or they could simply dial it back by saying, look, we presumed that there was going to be all this independence with the mm-hmm. unlimited money, and we presumed that there was going to be all this transparency with the unlimited money. There has been neither independence nor transparency. We were wrong about those things, so we need to now take some measures to make sure that this decision is limited to those circumstances where there actually is both independence and transparency. And the decision does not apply where it's dark money and the decision does not apply where it's candidate affiliated and everybody gets the joke about what's really going on. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I see this as a case that's similar to Bridges. I don't think this is a partisan issue. Uh, I think that this hurts both parties uh, to allow this to continue, just uh, like I'd like to see, uh, you know, a bipartisan approach to making our roads and bridges. And as you point out, our shores uh, also uh, safer. Now, unfortunately, we are just about out of time. But uh, before we let you go, let me take this opportunity to thank you, Senator Whitehouse, for your service to our country and for making time to speak with us today. Thank you, Mr. Whitehouse. It's my pleasure. And let me join you in thanking all the veterans around the uh, world who are listening to your show. We so appreciate their service. Absolutely. We have such a huge number of uh, people in the armed forces that tune in over the Internet. So uh, I know that they will be very excited to hear from you today. Thank you again for stopping by. Thank you, Rebecca. Bye-bye. Before we run out of time, I want to take a minute to tell our listeners today about the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country, Blue Apron. Because if you haven't tried Blue Apron, then you don't know how easy and just how much fun it is to have a Blue Apron box filled with sustainably sourced seafood and beef, chicken, and pork from raised from uh, responsibly managed farms and produce from farms that practice regenerative farming delivered right to your front door. And when you follow the simple step-by-step recipes from Blue Apron, not only are you in for a meal you'd expect to find in an expensive gourmet restaurant, you'll be shocked to find out it costs you less than $10 a person for a delicious, fresh, and healthy meal. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can go to Blue Apron right now and choose from meals like spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salada. Or, or if that's not your thing, sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot, and ginger fried rice. And if I haven't gotten your attention with those two, how about my favorite? Parmesan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. You can't say no to that. Convenience, quality, affordability, healthy eating, and variety. You get them all with Blue Apron. And right now, listeners of the Costa Report can get three, not one, not two, three free meals with their first order. And that also includes free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash costa c-o-s-t-a that's blueapron.com slash costa make sure you add that slash costa so you get the three free meals completely free including shipping even the shipping's free how can you say no that's blueapron.com slash costa then do me a favor snap a picture of your blue apron meal and send it to me because i want to hear about your blue apron experience i want to know what you ordered did you get the family all together in the kitchen and, you know, and, and cook it together? Uh, did you cook it by yourself? Uh, were the instructions easy enough to follow? Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm no cook, but uh, I've made some pretty delicious meals uh, by just following the easy-to-use Blue Apron uh, instructions. And now that I've made us all good and hungry, we're going to take a short break. And when we return, I want to talk about making America great again. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Costa Report. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-314-7417. 800-314-7417. That's 800-314-7417. 
Here's George Foreman with InventHelp. Hi, I'm George Foreman. Do you have an idea for a new product or invention? People ask me all the time, George, how do I get my idea in front of companies? How do I get a patent? What do I do next? Do you have the same questions? I'll tell you like I'll tell them all. Call my friends at InventHelp. Call InventHelp today for free information. InventHelp has been helping inventors for more than 30 years and has sales offices nationwide. InventHelp can submit your invention to companies who are interested in receiving new ideas. If you have an idea and want to try to patent it and submit it to companies, you should call InventHelp today for free information. Listen, I can't guarantee a company will be interested in your idea, but I believe every inventor deserves the opportunity to step into the ring and take their best shot. Put InventHelp in your corner. To get your free inventor's information, call 1-800-350-9514. That's 1-800-350-9514. Again, 1-800-350-9514. Grow your business and have a lot of fun at Think Local First's annual Spring Meet and Mix, Thursday from 5 to 7 at the Modern Life Home and Garden Center, 925 41st Avenue in Capitola. Enjoy food and libations in the company of movers and shakers from the locally owned business community. Think Local First Spring Meet and Mix is open and free to owners, managers, and employees of locally owned businesses. For information and membership, visit thinklocalsantacruz.com. And remember, think local first. People do not like going to the dentist unless they're going to this dentist. Hello folks, Michael Olson here with Dr. Guy Peabody. Dr. Guy, is there a correlation between oral health and overall physical health? Absolutely. When when your oral health is is intact and and things are healthy your overall health is that much better and that much healthier you feel better when you've restored dental health to somebody who hasn't had any for a long time what kind of change does that affect in them well it, it brings about a tremendous sense of confidence within them and uh and peace of mind this is how we make people smile inside well there it is folks if you want to smile inside Call Dr. Guy Peabody for our consultation today and wake up to a great smile tomorrow. That's Dr. Guy Peabody at 831-457-0343 or visit drpeabody.com. That's drpeabody.com. It's always open house at the Mike Young Real Estate Hour, and you are always invited to walk right in and join the discussion. Hello, I am Mike Young, and I love talking real estate with all the experts and with you. So get a jump on the Real Estate Weekend every Friday, 7 p.m. on the Mike Young Real Estate Hour, right here on Listen and Be Heard Radio KSCO. The Mike Young Real Estate Hour is brought to you by Thunderbird Real Estate, Real People Selling Real Estate, by Rick Williams at American Pacific Mortgage, and by Steve Manville at Farmers Insurance. Friday at 7, see you then. Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and if you're just joining us, we have been speaking with United States Senator of Rhode Island, Sheldon Whitehouse, who, as you heard, introduced legislation on which there should be 100 percent bipartisan support. And that is a program to rebuild the dangerous bridges in our country. Now, uh, I know uh, Mr. Whitehouse was scheduled to be with us the full hour, but he uh, There is going to be a vote on the Senate floor, and uh, I heard a little voice in my headphones uh, just a few minutes ago say that that vote was going to be called in a few minutes, and uh, Mr. Whitehouse wanted to be on the Senate floor. So uh, we sort of moved the the conversation along a little bit faster than we normally would. Now, Now, I know that when we have elected officials from the left, I hear an earful from conservative listeners who feel that I agreed with and supported our left-leaning guest. And likewise, when we have a Republican leader as a guest on this program, left-leaning listeners threaten never to listen to the program again, accusing me of being some closet conservative. (laughs) Everyone claims that they want balanced programming. But as a member of the media and also as a political independent, I'm going to remind everybody I am an independent. I can tell you that we can't just blame polarization on our leaders. Polarization starts with us, each of us. When we get to a point where we can't even listen to an alternative point of view without feeling outraged, well, we are on the road to tyranny, folks. 
The very soul of democracy depends on respecting every person's right to have their own perspective, make up their own mind, and also then to voice it. And that includes fair access to the media, which we offer all of our guests here on the Costa Report. So if the views of the left or the right infuriate you, if they anger you, if they make you feel like you want to take it out on the host... (laughs) Then the Costa Report is the perfect medicine for what ails you, because maybe by listening every week, it'll help you desensitize yourself a little bit um, just by doing something as simple and as easy as listening. Listening is not the same as agreeing. Don't mistake it with agreeing. It's not obeying the other person. It's not supporting the other side. It's just listening. It's a chance to try to get additional information, information which will either strengthen or maybe even alter your views. Either way, it's a good thing. We don't have to feel threatened by allowing others to speak or even for being respectful to them while they speak. As Winston Churchill once said, and I won't get this quote perfectly right, and I know I'll hear from many of you, but he said something along the lines of, I have never learned anything of importance from those who agreed with me. And I think that pretty much sums up my view as well. Now let's move on to a topic that the left and the right And everyone in between must agree on, and that is the fact that 56,000 bridges across America have been deemed structurally deficient by the American Society of Civil Engineers. Four out of 10 bridges are over 50 years old, and these are bridges that tens of millions of Americans travel on every single day. I hope I got your attention on this. Everyone knows our basic infrastructure is deteriorating, dangerous, and in need of urgent repair. And the fact that those repairs will immediately create jobs, jobs in this country, is an additional bonus. In other words, it's a win-win. It's a no-brainer for America. It's the kind of program that Trump meant when he said, make America great again. Senators Whitehouse, Shaheen, Hassan... Casey and King have all sponsored the Safe Bridges Act. It's a $2.75 billion program aimed specifically at rebuilding or refurbishing our bridges. But if you're familiar with those senators, then you know that they are Democratic representatives, with the exception of King, who's an independent. In other words, this is a program that should have bipartisan support, but at the moment, It needs more Republican support. It needs Republican heroes who see the connection between making America great again and making America's bridges safe for the millions of commuters, truck drivers, soccer moms and dads who travel over those bridges. There are a lot of ways to make America great again. One part of that is to have a health care system that offers the best care at the lowest possible price. Another part of it is to have a comprehensive immigration policy, one that makes sense. And another part is to reduce government debt by growing and strengthening our economy. One part is making sure our institutions and government remain uncorrupted by external money or foreign influence. There are many, many ways, many paths and diverse opinions on how to go about achieving greatness for our country. But when it comes to making our roads, our bridges, our shorelines, our ability to transport goods and humans safely from one point to another, there should be no partisan divide. Who are we kidding? Because if we can't get on the same page on fixing bridges, which civil engineers are now warning the public that, that, that they are unsafe to travel on, then we're not going to get together on anything else. Forget tax reform. Forget health care reform. If we can't even get on the same page to repair our bridges, we're in a heap of trouble. So let's start healing that great divide with something as easy to support as safe bridges for Americans to travel on. That seems like a good place to start.
Now, today we've been talking about the many ways that we can make America strong again, make America great again. And speaking of ways to make our country stronger, no one will argue whether one way to grow the economy is to open more jobs. And then here's the other part of that. Match the right people with the right job. Which brings me to my question today. Are you hiring? And if you are, do you know where to post your job to find the very best candidates? If you want to find that perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites. Cover every single base, every single territory, every single industry. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with one single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No more juggling emails or calls to your office. You can quickly screen candidates. You can rate them and then hire the right person and do it fast. ZipRecruiter is the most efficient way to fill any job opening, whether you're looking for an executive an experienced specialist, or you have an entry-level position to fill. And it doesn't matter how many jobs you have to fill, one or a hundred. ZipRecruiter is the fastest and easiest way to find the ideal person or persons for the job. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies, as well as thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. And right now, listeners of the Costa Report can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash report. That's right. It's 100% free. You know, I'm, I bring you these offers every week. Take me up on it. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash report, R-E-P-O-R-T. One more time to try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash report. And I promise you, this is the easiest way to find the best candidates to fill that job opening that you have or you're thinking about opening. And again, it doesn't matter if it's one job. It doesn't matter if you're a small business and you've got one opening or, you, or you're a larger business and you got 50 openings. This is the quickest and most efficient way to fill that job position. And that just about wraps up our first hour. If your station is leaving us after this first hour, I have a very special guest next week. He is the popular pharmacist who you hear on this program every week. He does a a short little medical update for us. And he says that taking medications to cure what ails us should be our last resort, not our first. And it's not exactly what you expect from a licensed licensed pharmacist so you don't want to miss the one and only ben fuchs who's going to be here to talk about a different way to improve health care in america right here on the only program that puts policy ahead of politics you're listening to the costa report Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.